welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. I am your weekly host, Joe Deborah. And our topic today is healing through disappointment. And our guest, our dear sister Candice Phoebe. Candice Phoebe is a young lady who loves the Lord with all her heart. And in her own way, is shining the light of the Lord on various platforms such as this. Today we pray that the Lord through her will help us in our healing in various ways. He said that the best way to avoid disappointment is simply not to expect anything from anyone. But can anybody live in this world without expecting anything from anyone? I doubt that. You know, expectations cover a lot of grounds. And we will be uncovering more of this on our next episode as we talk about the part two of this. Personally, I tend to look at expectation as a secular of the principles of hope when we come to Christianity. After all, both expectations and hope have this thing in common, and that is the act of anticipation. In fact, Scripture itself says that hope that is deferred or delayed makes the heart sick. Friends, disappointment in general is the sense of sadness or displeasure that results due to unfulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Needless to say that we have all been there and some of us continue to go through it each day and night. For example, the halves in our lives are disappointed of, about how much more they don't have, and the have-nots are disappointed of how much less they actually do have. <laughs> the single adult is disappointed about not having a partner or a spouse. The married couple are disappointed about the partner's behavior or not even having children. Then the young parents are disappointed about the impact of the society upon their children and in some cases, the lack of support from family members. The older parents are also disappointed in their own way about the choices their adolescents and their teenagers are making. Then the teenage child is also disappointed about their friends uh, not showing up to the party that they agreed to or to where they decided to show. The college student is disappointed about their favorite or their fantasy team losing. And the graduate, in all honesty, is disappointed about the lack of employment and the lack of interview at their dream company. I guess what I'm trying to say to you, my friend, is that disappointment seems to be this fountain in life that doesn't seem to be able to run dry. Or, as people will say, is the gift that just keeps on giving. So, to my dear listener who is going through their own disappointment in their various way or in any moment of their life, be it emotional, physical, social isolation, financial stress, or even spiritual separation and the likes. I want you to know a couple of things. One, you are not alone. And two, which is most importantly, there is healing for us all. So, friends, let's bring in our guest as we dive a little bit deeper into this topic and see how we will be able to get some healing for our aching hearts and our aching souls. Our sister Candice, welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much. It seems like everybody <laughs> goes through disappointment. So, Sister Candice, what really brings about disappointment in our lives? Um, disappointment, uh, disappointment comes about, like you mentioned, with having expectations. But I'll say that it's having high expectations. Um, expectations okay. has to stem from the capabilities of men or the capability of what you are about to embark on. So if you meet me or if you have, if you're in a relationship with me, you mentioned with marriage or relationship, uh, people in relationships. If someone is in a relationship with a person, you have to be able to discern that person's abilities and your capabilities. And you match your expectations according to that person. And many a times mm. these regrets and uh, this uh, displeased feelings come about because we over exceeded what that person is capable of. You know, take for instance, we are humans, you know, you trust the person to be there for you every single time that you are in need of. That's unrealistic. Mm. God is the only okay. person that is omnipresent. So if you put that expectation on your spouse, or if you put that expectation on any other person, you are setting yourself up for failure. So it's okay to put um, expectation on others or have expectations in life, but we have to measure it, uh, that, that expectation according to our abilities. Wow. Wow. So uh, you, you did touch on expectations quite a bit there. And really, um, for me, expectations really work like hope in some way. And that's what I was trying to say earlier, because to the Christian, uh, when we talk of hope and faith, for instance, we say faith is the substance of things hoped for or the evidence of things not seen. And faith is very critical to a Christian's life and a Christian's belief. So how do we translate that to expectation? I know you, me uh, you mentioned having measured expectations. So is it in every situation that we need to have a measured expectation or in some situations that we need to have a measured expectation? Okay. So what I will say about that is that when it comes to uh, expectations leading to disappointments, in actuality, I think you mentioned something about um, we can't live without have an expectation on people or situations. We Technically, we drive on that. We, we move on that. But one thing I've mm -hmm. realized is that the expectations that we have in life has to be, um, God has to be the center of that expectation. And mm. um, it goes back to what he said in his word about trusting man or, you know, not putting your trust in a man because curse be unto you or woe unto you. And you mentioned something about... Um, soccer game or job interview or things that you expect in your life and you have so much high expectations for these things but when we put god in the center of these expectations it becomes measurable so when god is mm. in it and you know that you have an interview you know that you have um a person with you you trust or you have um expectation on that person according to god's will so wow. when that thing wow. betrays, when when you don't get the job you're seeking for, when you are not able to complete whatever you are um, after in life, or your spouse betrays you, whatever 
however area that you get um you get disappointed all these things it comes back to it was a god's will is this what mm. the lord wanted for me and if it is then yet still i my expectation is still in the lord wow okay so wow. it 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 helps us to always have a sense of uh peace even when things okay. doesn't go okay. our way because that's what it comes to it didn't go our way the person didn't say what we wanted them to say they didn't say in the way we wanted them to say it we didn't get what we wanted so if it doesn't happen your way you'll be at peace and it will be less disappointment in that way i should say so um in in a nutshell then disappointment uh basically uh happens or comes about when things don't go our way pretty much so for that thank you for that now um we know that whenever someone is seeking healing uh the goal is to heal from something to another um for instance um the one seeking healing from their blood pressure or their high cholesterol is seeking healing uh really from a possible uh future heart attack or stroke mm-hmm. into a healthier life um the freedom from stress um uh, about their healthcare and also uh, uh freedom or healing uh to uh financial cost that they are not going to incur in the future so when one is seeking healing through disappointment what are we seeking healing from and where are we seeking healing to okay so we seek healing from disappointment they are seeking uh healing from the deception of trusting in people um mm. we we even our relationship therapist marriage counselors once you walk in that room or you know all these counselors coming up when they want to speak to you about relationship the first thing they say is trust the first thing mm. they they say is trust and without trust you cannot build a relationship with someone and unfortunately the word of god bets to di- differ with that but we have been mm. uh groomed to trust uh when we when we meet a person if we don't trust them we're not going on that journey with them and that is a huge True. part of our life and that is why disappointments are a huge part also of our lives but the bible does not lead uh, uh teach us to first trust but it teaches us to first love so hmm. when you it says love covers multitude of sins love covers all things so when you want to go on a journey with someone is the love there i'm and i'm speaking about genuine love i'm not referring to you know they make me have feelings in my stomach and all this stuff i'm referring <laughs> to i'm referring to the right love godly love the love that uh, looks beyond things looks beyond flaws because you have your flaws and i have my flaws so if we are going on this journey i'm accepting you for who you are in all your flaws so you don't speak the way i speak but i love you for you so trust doesn't come in an in equation with our relationship or it should not when it comes to relationship with person to person because it, it mm. so there's a deception um around us in society about trust 
uh, um, that we have to trust people. So it, it, it makes it hard for us to live without being disappointed. So when one seeks healing from disappointment, they, see, they are seeking for deception um, from trust, deception that is leading us into trusting people. Uh, we will uh, go back to this in a few minutes. But so if you healing from a trusting men or women, uh, trusting people, basically, um, true something, then where are you healing to or who, to whom are you leading to? You are healing to how, how would I say this? Th- that's a profound question. Um, you are healing towards trusting or relying your trust in God and not okay. men or women or things or people or um, your goals or visions and things like that. It, it leads you into putting all your trust in God. We say to the person who doesn't have a relationship with God um, because they go through disappointments too. And so how would they heal? Yes. Okay. So with that, I would say that um, a person that does not know God or have God, um, I can't speak on that because I know what (laughs) it's like to live a life and go through disappointment without God. And I know what it's like to live a life and go through disappointment with God. One thing, mm. one thing that differentiates bo- both of them is that you may come out of that disappointment, but um, you will end up blaming yourself because how you will heal was not based on God and what he knows of you and how he wants to lead your life. It will be something totally different that will put blame on yourself. So you can heal. People like that, they heal by community. They can heal with family. They can heal with uh, therapy. And these things are all things that recenter or refocuses the person's mind as to what just happened and how okay. it happened and how can mm-hmm. I prevent it next time. And what, what part did I play in this? You know, and all this comes down to refocusing your mind. So if you can do that without people, then you can internally heal yourself. Common thing as uh, healing from disappointment, uh, there's no doubt several suggested solutions that you will find everywhere and um, you will come across this wherever you search. As a matter of fact, you did um, allude in a few minutes ago about Uh, some of these things. Uh, One, uh, some people say uh, exercising your willpower um, by not allowing yourself to trust again. And this unfortunately includes not trusting God. Um, We uh, And also, um, based on what you just said, I think the the issue there or one issue that I find there is that when you heal from disappointment by yourself, with yourself, the chances or the uh, problem is you end up putting up all these defenses in place that kind of makes you more isolated and more lonely. So that um, is something that I uh, have observed. The other thing is uh, that uh, some people suggest not talking about it. Um, And so they say you try to forget it, uh, basically, or forget about it. 
Now, the problem with suppression, uh, and this happens in the um, uh, clinical world or medical, a lot of patients who um, have suppressed a lot of uh, guilt, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt uh, throughout their life. The issue with that, though, is um, it just takes a drop of an acid to cause a base to be diluted. And um, in the Akan language, there is uh, this proverb that says that which basically translates to the fact that when you suppress emotions so much, it just takes a second or a twinkle of an eye for you to explode. And so we end up seeing this with people exploding in the sense of harming themselves, uh, sometimes harming others uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and things of that nature, um, which include loved ones. And so that is also um, a one issue that I will kind of bring up with the uh, statement you made there um, with how some people also uh, heal. And then you also brought, uh, you said something about therapy and things of that nature. Um, and there, there is something that I want to make clear when we talk about therapy because there is a professional-led therapy and then there is an informal form of therapy. Um, informal forms of therapy include sometimes um, support groups. Now, I'm not saying support groups are bad uh, or are not helpful, but the danger of some support groups is that you join a support group and then you find out that your problem is bigger than anybody else's in the support group. And so you end up with more despair uh, uh, than you were in before you even joined the support group. Yes, if you join the support group and you realize, oh, people have much bigger problems than I do, then usually you are able to kind of heal quicker. But for the people who are not so fortunate, um, that will be uh, what I will uh, say about um, support groups in that sense. So, um, uh, uh, Sister Candice, uh, we get to this healing. Uh, uh, help us understand. Yeah. How would we get to this healing? Because I basically... With okay. God or without God, you, you, you still... They have that in common. You have to open yourself up. You have to allow yourself. You have to accept that you are in need of help. You know, and you mentioned something about informal therapy. And I'll say a little bit about that because you don't have to always go see um, someone in an office to get therapy. (laughs) You know, you could be speaking to a family member. You know, that's a form of therapy or any form of way that you can let out what you have experienced is is therapy. Okay, so um, you have to allow yourself. And that is one one thing that uh, um, puts people in a, a place of suppressing what they have just experienced is they don't want to face what has happened. You know, they, they mm. don't want to accept that it happened to them. You know, let it happen to anybody mm. else, but not me. You know, so when it mm-hmm. happens to me, it's like, uh-uh. I was shut down until, you know, just deceive myself that it wasn't me that it happened to. And that is not a healthy way of living because this world is filled with uh, walls that we are meant to, you know, break through. You know, so when you get to a wall that is too high for you or you never felt like it will be before you, it's you that is before. Go through it. It won't kill you. You know, somebody else has gone through it. They have overcome it. You can too. 
you know, um, no one is special. It's just a matter of opening yourself up and that strengthens you to, to be able to overcome anything. However, uh, in the culture that we uh, grew, grew up in, and sometimes to some extent in the, some of the older generations, not so much the younger generations, but the one thing that keeps coming up that I hear often with the older generation is don't talk to people about your problems. Don't talk to people about your situations. Uh, in fact, some people will say, why are you going to talk to a therapist or a pastor? Um, do you know what they are going through? Or look at their children. Why would you go talk to them? So in that situation, what do we do? Okay, so with the aspect of a person that has God, um, don't talk to people, but you can speak to God. You know, and that is okay. something that we feel like is so far-fetched because we don't feel God in situations like that you know, in um, challenges. But if you can't speak to people, you can speak to God. And to the person that does not know God or have God, um, it, it, it becomes very hard, I will say. You know, I'm not here to force my belief on you, but I will say I know what it, what, what it has done for me. You know, how easy it makes things, how easy it makes life, you know. And so if you don't have God, uh, you may get over it, but at the end of the day, you need somebody. I won't lie to you. At the end of it all, you need somebody. You can't do it all by yourself. And even if you think you have done it, 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 will, it, it will change you in a way that you never thought you have changed mm. to. You know? So you need somebody to give you a new perspective, to recenter you as to separate the problem from who you are. Okay, so at the end of the day, you need somebody. You have to find somebody in this world that you can speak to. There is somebody. It's a passage in the Bible that actually talks about the, um, that in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And so for me, whenever I hear people talking to, especially young ones, about not talking to others about their problem, not sharing their um, issues, um, I say that, yeah, you have a point in saying they shouldn't share their issues, but I think the advice rather should be don't just share your with issue everyone. or your problems with everyone yes. or anyone because there are people that got places in our life. There are people that we encounter in our life mm -hmm. that uh, have experienced what we are going through before. In fact, um, there is an, uh, an, uh, an adage that says that um, not before, but everyone has been a child. And so what you are going through as a person, somebody in your life has gone through and has come out of it sometimes with a lot more scars than they wanted to. And so they have that experience. They have that knowledge. They have that wisdom that they will be able to impact you and say, oh, I had this problem in my young marriage, and this is what I did. That did not work. Even with that, they didn't tell you what the solution is, but they gave you one uh, point that, or one mistake that you're not going to make. And for me, I think it's very, very uh, crucial that we don't keep repeating the mistakes of um, the older generation. So I certainly uh, think that is very profound. Now, um, uh, uh, I did uh, get a question about 
um, why the topic being healing through disappointment and not healing from disappointment. <laughs> and um, I personally, I said, uh, because disappointment is with us, it's part of life. And uh, throughout life's journey, we're going to have to journey through disappointment from one thing to another. Uh, what is your take on that? Um, that's very interesting because it's very, um, which, what, how you stated it changes the meaning. Because healing from is that it's different from healing through it. So, and with what, how you, you um, phrased it brings about the concept of you overcome problems while you are in the problem. Correct. Yes. So I, I, I agree with you. I would say I agree with you. We, uh, we heal through <laughs> disappointment. Yes, we heal through disappointment. From will be wow. as if the disappointment is there. You have probably stepped out of it and you are finding ways to cope uh, in life um, after it, like a way forward, basically. But yes. many yeah. times it doesn't happen that way. You heal while you are in it so you heal through it so that's very profound and i like your topic <laughs> um we will probably be ending on that note but you did mention something about if you encounter a wall in your life whether you believe in god or don't believe in god um rather than thinking um why uh, why is this happening to me why is this wall in front of me uh the attitude should be that we should look at the wall and say, well, this is the wall in front of me and I have to go through it. Now, uh, if you healing from disappointment, you will move away from the wall. But the funny thing about walls in life is that if the wall is an obstacle before you, unless you go through it, whether breaking it down, going over it, going under it, unless you scale it through it, there is no way of getting rid of that wall. And so that uh, kind of um, reminded me to uh, bring that back up. So um, what else will you uh, share with our listeners today as far as healing through disappointment is concerned? Okay, so what I will say is that um, disappointment, as we mentioned, is part of our life. And it's, it's, it becomes more uh, in our life when we consistently keep living life firsthand with trust. God did not intend. He said we should love. And whoever loves another shows that they love the Lord. And if you don't have God, or if you don't have God, uh, what I can tell you is that God created you. He, he made all of us. He has formulated this world to, to fit all of us in it. So whatever you are facing, whatever obstacle that is before you, know that there is a God that is powerful more than what you think your strength can do. So, depending on God or not, you were created by God. So, there is a strength in you. There is a power. There is authority that you can do everything and anything. So, long as you put your mind to it, that this is my journey and I'm going to live. I'm going to walk through this world no matter what. And everything will be at peace with you, I promise. I've been through it. It was not easy, but I I speak to like uh, we made mention they don't have God but they faced the challenge they faced that disappointment first hand they knew it was their disappointment and they were willing to do everything it takes whatever it takes to 
overcome. Because at the end of it all, it helps you grow as a person. These are the things that brings maturity. These are the things that bring growth. Okay, so if you run away from it, you may be 60 and your mind or you act like 20 year old. So let's face our problems, knowing that it's part of life, it's normal. It's not special. It's nothing that is beyond you. All right? There's nothing new under the sun. Everything you're facing, everything you are seeing, everything you are experiencing, is all part of how God has planned it. All right? Wow. So God bless you. Well, we will thank our sister very much today. Um, basically, what I got from this is to heal through disappointment, you have to let God come in. Friends, listen to us again sometime next week for another episode of Hour of Healing. And then in the near future, we will be bringing you the second section to this, which will be managing expectations. Thank you very much. See you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.